0: I ain't never been the loudest in the room, the higher the volume, the more imminent the doom. Don't play yourself kid, play the system. The US government, the largest walking contradiction, listen, if you want to see the impossible, then look at me. My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets, if I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid on the same soil that my grandfather's was walking, oh your yeah, history. Tata Pai Lautiwa, welcome friend to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And 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 Let's go get them.
1: Gosh, it feels like it's been forever. I got onto Zoom. I had no idea what I was clicking on because it's been so <laughs> long. I mean, what's good? I feel like, you know, it's we, I don't think we recorded all month last month, did we?
0: basically i think we did like the very top of june and then that was it mm-hmm. uh yeah. So yeah yeah going into uh looking at the last episode episode 81 it was like mm-hmm. uh, we welcomed june and we talked about like the very first like tip of the toe dipping into the water of june and then yeah the rest is history
1: <laughs> yeah so we're like yeah we're exactly like a month yeah month in between just about well dang yeah I I know June was your month so I hope it was worth it for you
0: truly yeah I (laughs) I barely even remember any of it yeah I also like cherish and hold all of the experience and memory with me if that makes sense
1: oh no of course (laughs) I mean I guess I guess it's a good thing that you don't remember it but like I mean there should be You know, some sort of footage floating around, but hopefully it's a good (laughs) don't remember. But but yes, we're coming in. It's finally summer. Summer has been officially announced, and so we're in the heat of it all, and we're kind of getting into that smack dab um, middle of summer, so... Hopefully, I know we had some plans going through with this summer, and I know I've been trying to stay on top of your story, and you've been living it down, so <laughs> <laughs> we're on schedule.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's it's been an absolute blur, which, again, we said it would be, uh, because just noting the things that we had outlined for the summer.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah, there's no taking it back now. You know, before it was, like, this, like, prelude being like, oh, this thing is coming, and now the thing is here, and the thing is rolling me around, kind of like it feels like a um, like when you go out and you're like caught in the waves or whatever, and the waves just kind of like thrash you around. And you're like, ha ha ha, this is fun! Like, mm-hmm. oh, I could also probably get really injured. Uh, I think this is fun. Like, (laughs) when else am I going to get tossed around in these wild raves? You know? Uh, It feels very much like that, where it's like, oh, this is a really great time. Let me also make sure that I am at least trying to get some sleep and, Mm -hmm. you know, take some uh, good nutrition tips in to, like, keep my immunity up.
1: Uh, yeah yeah,
0: also very much getting like thrashed around like i don't understand how you're surviving yeah (laughs) go off
1: (laughs) gosh i'm with you i'm with you supplements on deck water on deck i don't know what these things are i'm just taking it because i need to and you know we'll just you know it's just it's one step at a time and i might not be in control but it's okay i'm still moving like that's, that's
0: it's going for me. Very much so. that. Yeah, I've been like keeping the like emergency like vitamin C packets on deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on on these different road trips that I've been taking lately, when I stop by the store and I'm getting drinks, I'll get those like little immunity boost shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let me rip one of these before I hop on the road because, yeah. you know, it, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah,
1: I like using those liquid IVs and it's like Ooh, um, yeah. immunity and hydration because I'm like, I know your girl is lacking in, in all of the things because mm-hmm. I get to the point where I'm so focused on whatever I'm doing. Like, I'm doing that and I yeah. shut out everything else. It's very easy to get consumed with whatever I'm doing. So, I'm like, this is like a two for one. I'm going to go ahead and just... <laughs> (laughs) focus real quick
0: to at least get it in my system oh my gosh i love the quick fixes you know we we've grown and adapted i didn't do this stuff when i was in my in my younger years i could tell you that much you Mm -hmm. know uh and now i'm going for that longevity i'm understanding the marathon of it all you know not the sprint the marathon so let me make Mm -hmm. sure that my body is equipped to get me through uh, I know. Yeah, it's I felt
1: like a, a whole adult. Like <laughs> once I got out, my I remember it was my mom, my grandma, or both, and they're like, "You don't take vitamins," and I was like, "No." <laughs> Jank, so like that. Like, my bad. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I just thought you had to be at this certain age be popping these pills. You know, I didn't think I was anywhere near there. And now, you know, your girl wakes up every morning, cooks breakfast, pops
0: those supplements, yes. drinks that immunity. Yes. Like, <laughs> Go off. Yep. You, you got the whole. Con- concoction going yeah.
1: so so yeah
0: Uh, i'm so bad about vitamins i always try to get on them and i'll go out and i'll buy up all the like multivitamins and this and that and fish oil and whatever else Mm -hmm. i even got like myself pill boxes last time and i was taking like three whatever vitamins to cover like a grand scope of stuff Yeah, yeah it's routine for me that gets me like i have a hard time building routine or doing something at the same time every day because, like, my schedule is so all over the place. Sometimes I'm like morning bound, sometimes I'm night bound.
1: Yeah. You know, same. so
0: then if it's like, oh, take your supplements with breakfast, I'm like, I only have breakfast however many days out of the week, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to like build habit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with with vitamins. So, yeah, it's something for me to get on. I hope to get better about it because right now it's it's very sporadic. You know, I'm like immunity boost here, like vitamin C here, maybe some mm-hmm. turmeric there. You know, I, I, I sprinkle it in. Uh, yeah, I don't have like a good set vitamin intake for my life. And that's something I do want to get better at.
1: Yeah, it's a process. I'm terrible at taking pills. So it's like some day I might take them, some days I might not. But I mean, pat on the back for the days that I do take them consecutively. <laughs> it might take me like a couple months to get through one bottle, but at least I got through the bottle. So yeah. I'm kind of one of those. But I do try to remember every day and just forming habits. Um, but it can be hard to kind of discipline yourself to get into some sort of routine, especially when your life is so... go 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 or you got you know And I think it's just when we get up in the morning it's like our mind is everywhere on multiple things of things that we need to do things that we whatever it is we just have multiple things in our minds where it's very easy to forget ourselves and what our body needs not realizing our body is the one that's lifting us up you know keeping (laughs) us going so um, So yeah, I think I, I thankfully I've kind of gotten into that habit of setting, so even if it's just like thirty minutes or fifteen minutes in the morning to make sure you know I eat a piece of toast or something. Go yes. Your girl likes English muffin, so okay. eat English muffin yes. or you know make some bacon or something. I don't know. I just I I I, I had to really kind of push myself into that direction of taking care of myself because it was something I wouldn't always do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm still not even on the halfway due, let alone always. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The one thing that I am kind of proud of, though, is that I have gotten really good with getting my chapsticks fully done. Ooh, that's a hard one. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've only finished one ChapStick. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've only finished
1: one ChapStick in my lifetime. It was like the proudest moment and nobody understood my joy. But internally, I was just so proud. I've, ne- I've literally won in my yeah. lifetime.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, no, because it, it's a major challenge. Yeah. It's hard. It
1: is a challenge. It's, yeah. it's very much a challenge, and you can get almost done. Like, to this day, there's one <laughs> that I literally have probably just a few more uses out of, and I have no idea where it is, and I'm bummed because I'm no. like, I almost finished it. It's around no. here somewhere. <laughs> right?
0: Like, I was just to the point where I was about to start scraping my lips. I was ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, It's it's a challenge. I, I, I get the four packs of, like, the Burt's Bees. So mm-hmm. then I have them in certain places, like I'll keep one on my desk, I'll keep one that kind of like always stays mobile with me, it stays by my wallet so I just put it in my pocket every day and then sometimes yeah. I'll like keep one in like my travel bags or mm-hmm. my backpack, whatever I have. Uh, so they're very slow to go through. Yeah, I have gotten more of my chapsticks complete than lost in the last like five years. And that feels Mm. like a major adulting accomplishment to me. Yeah, Uh, because yeah, those things are those are they're really easy to, to lose or go through
1: it's an underrated flex for sure like if you finish (laughs) one that's an achievement (laughs) like seriously (laughs) oh so yeah we'll see i use the um the old school i I mean i guess i wouldn't call it old school like the twist top off yes the little jars the sec jars yeah okay yes those are the ones that i use (laughs) i used to use birkspies i used to use them all but now i'm stuck with those ones but anyway. So little things, you know, <laughs> celebrating yeah. the little
0: things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh.
1: I want to be like, okay, well, what was this last week like <sighs> for you? But, I mean, we have, like, a whole month to catch up on. I mean, we don't have yeah. to do it all this episode. But, I mean, give me a little peek into your world. These Like, have you been traveling? Have you been doing according to Coyote? I know you stay booked and busy. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't have to talk about work necessarily. But anything.
0: Yeah. I mean. What's th- th- your I guess- vibe right now? Yeah, it's it's all of that. I think you just laid it out perfectly. Uh, So June was my birthday month, which I was super happy to have a great passage of the month. It was fun getting to celebrate. Uh, So yeah, there was basically like birthday celebrations, other community celebrations, pride celebrations, and then work interspersed in between all of that. And now here we are in July. Uh, so yeah, top of the month, got to go to the Two Spirit power up in Spokane, which we both got to check out. Um, and then after that was getting ready for everything to come. I had some, according to Coyote shows or one that I did down in Pendleton, which was really fun. Uh, and then beyond that, yeah, I celebrated my birthday there around the Juneteenth uh, holiday. Uh, we got to check out the event that you spearheaded along with uh, Indigenous Creatives, the Juneteenth event there in Lafoy, Idaho, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, and also the after party, you know, uh, for, for the lucky, sexy few that uh, were able to attend and enjoy <laughs> in all the festivities. It was really great. Uh, and then beyond that, yeah, hitting up Seattle Pride uh, which I'll talk about a little bit more. Which was really cool. There was a lot of like indigenous rooted events, and so that was really fun to like be around a bunch of like other natives who were also like queer identifying, and to be in spaces that were uplifted for Black and Brown folks primarily, uh, where it's just like colonizers stay out. Uh, mm. <laughs> which was really cool, actually. <laughs> it made for this really cool uh, environment and like this really great celebration. Uh, And then I also got to serve as the MC for the third annual Lapway Pride uh, that was put on by Ninipu Health. And so that was really great, like another pride celebration. And my first time actually celebrating pride on our people's homelands and there on the reservation. So that was a major moment for me, like as, you know, a a two spirit, queer identifying gay individual, you know, that had grown up in that space and in that community uh, throughout my life, yet here and now my my late 30s, my early 40s, uh, my oncoming <laughs> 40s, uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, got to like celebrate and, and to have family there and friends there and to see the community come out and support uh, such a beautiful uh, cause and, and push for equality and equity in our community. is really cool. So yeah, that was like, all the fun stuff and then there was just work 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 scattered in between each and every one of those bits so i've been on the run this entire month and spent the final days out in the mountains uh with some family camping uh so ended out the rest of june and brought in early july uh, out in the mountains disconnected and now I am literally covered in mosquito bites. <laughs> uh, the other day I counted, I had like 26 on my left leg alone. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I think I have like 60 something, 60 something plus total on like both my arms, my legs, my chest and across my forehead. That's uh, nice. yeah. On my forehead alone, I have like 11. It's really bad. It's just like do, 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 a bunch of bugs. It's terrible. It's wild. Uh, so yeah, I yeah, 60, 70 mosquito bites on my body littering me right now Or littered up, across my body So I'm rubbing my arms and my legs Trying not to scratch Yeah, every now and then I'll give it like a gentle caress And then that gentle caress turns into like 45 seconds of hard friction Because uh, mm-hmm. if you've ever had a mosquito bite, trust they, they call for a little attention And so that when you get more than one or more than a couple tens it calls for a lot of attention. But yeah, that was my last like three and a half weeks. Gosh. Well. <laughs> Tight I little love baggage. The
1: posi- <laughs> yes, I love the positivity. Top, like, you know, pulling out the positivity of mosquito bites for sure. I couldn't do it. I hate itching. Like, I, hate, I can't even do like two, let alone 60. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a problem.
1: And it's been
0: what today's the sixth i left there on the first so it's still been like an, an additional five days of like scratching
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's terrible it's not done it's not I, done i always have the the off on deck like <laughs> i'm like you're not messing with me i don't like mosquito bites it, it's crazy. I remember. I, this was like in college. I got scabies one time, and Word. it was like the worst. Like no idea how. I mean, but I guess from how the doctor like told me how you can get it, it's very easy to yeah. get. And so. That was, like, the worst feeling of my life. Like, it was terrible. Like, the ultimate itch, right? Yes. Like, it's itching while you're itching, like, nonstop. Oh, (laughs) my
0: gosh. I can only imagine.
1: It's terrible. And, like, mosquito bites, and I mean, I don't know, call it trauma or whatever, but it's just, like, I hate mosquito bites, too. Like, they drive me nuts. So, I'm like, I have to have... Some sort of spray on me That ain't going down And it's like yeah. mosquitoes definitely like Dark meat Like let's be honest Like it's just I don't know what it is But like Once we get bit We get bit My sister gets it Probably worse than I do Okay I feel bad Every time we go out somewhere We literally just went to like The park one day And I had nothing And she had like 10 bites or something. Oh. And I was like, from where? From what? So she handles it very well. Me, I hate I hate to itch. It's uh, just, uh, it's
0: I too wonder, much. too, about the products. Because it's like, uh, we were swimming all day in the river, right? And then we're getting back. It's evening time. And, like, getting ready for, like, the evening into the night. And, you know, the, the mosquitoes are going to be out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, then I'm, like, ashy from, like, being out on the river all day. And, and now dry and so I'm like I want to put on lotion yeah I also don't want to put on like a fragrant lotion because mm-hmm. then mosquitoes so then I'm like covering myself and off and I'm like this really isn't a moisturizer though <laughs> exactly and then like the same for like my hair where I'm just like oh okay like I got to put some moisturizer in my hair so it's not like all dried out mm-hmm. uh yet then it again it has like these fragrant notes that like yeah. can be attractive so then it's like dang what do I do so it's like cover myself again in more like off spray Uh, yeah I don't know it's kind of like the struggle too I'm just like what is the what is the in between what is the balance where do I find the protection as well as like the self-nourishment because yeah it's a I don't know it's a trip
1: yeah that's the biracial struggle <laughs> like, you know when I went out with like my native family I couldn't just like hop in the river hop out and let's go to town and go do this and go do that like no it's a whole system like I yeah. can't get my hair wet Why well, I can't get your hair wet it's just it's a process it's, a oh, it's, just process? it's everything <laughs> and, like even going sweat like I love going mm-hmm. I would love go going and I'm like I want to continue to smell good for like the next day, but I don't want to look ashy, so I have to put lotion on. Therefore, yeah. it's not as, you know, indigenous smelling, like it's yeah. not as me, me, poo smelling. So it's just like, it's always been that, you know, split in between to where she's like, dang, Yeah. why can't I just like, you know, be freely without having to <laughs> worry about <how> moisturizing <laughs> all
0: of the time. For real. But I always yeah. feel bad about like my hair product. Um like especially like with sweat where it's like, you know, like I had a cute little do for the day, and then I go and then you're like washing yourself out and it's like all this product is like washing out and then like Mm. going into like the creek or like whatever water stream and then like you're you're like in the sweat house itself and then you could just like feel everything like coming out of your scalp (laughs) and i'm just like oh my gosh like dang it like i don't know
1: but then, as soon as you get get, as soon as you feel it, it's like, dang! Now I gotta figure. It. Now I gotta put up with this later, and like, I'm gonna have to put more product in here. And it's gonna be a whole thing. You know, that was the one thing that kind of sucked. was like just being able to hop in and hop out of the shower or something like that. No, I have to like make mm-hmm. time to get ready. And I know my family would just like hop in the shower, wash their hair and like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, no, like, not, <laughs> yeah. I need like an extra 30 minutes to an hour, <laughs> yep. you know? And it's like, we have that in between hair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love in between hair. Cause it's so true yeah, and so I'm like, I can get away with some things. Yeah, I also know not, not to test. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like, can I, it's just, if you had one or
1: the other, it would have been, you know, native or black hair, the process would be quicker, but it's because we have that in between hair, yeah. you know, it, it's uh... not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. You to. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah and such was the experience of uh, being out in nature yet again like as I mentioned like I wouldn't trade it you know I definitely Oh no, not at
1: all
0: you know because it, it's ah, it felt so good we didn't get a chance to go out to the mountains last year as a family so it felt really great to go out there uh, I got to visit um, some family before making my way out there that I don't often get to see and then met up with the rest of my family out at our campsite and yeah it was just funner in hell you know like we cooked food we laughed around uh three of my nephews were there They're two one and five months
1: Aww. four
0: months yeah Me so too. you know just like little babies which brought like this whole new life to the camp both of my grandparents came out uh and and were there for the second day into the third day so that was really cool uh yeah it was it was just really fun um, There was members of my family who hadn't gone camping in their life and so that was also really cool because it was a brand new experience for some of the people who were there and then just like a, a annual or like lifetime <coughs> experience for the rest of us so anyways it always feels good to like go back out into nature and to reconnect and especially to do that with family
1: yeah for sure it's all I love I've only been camping a handful of times but the times that I have went I just like I loved it I was like I just want to stay here for like another week and not think of anything and just be with nature I love nature like just waking up and seeing the sunset or sunrise or whatever and eating it's like then the food's different too you know because it's Mm -hmm. like cooked over the fire my auntie would always get up and make like huckleberry pancakes from the huckleberries we picked and she always has like the meats going it's just it's amazing and we haven't i didn't go last year and so like me and my sister like itching to go this year and we're like you know summer's winding down we gotta fit this into our (laughs) schedule somehow um because it's gonna it's gonna be over before we know it but it is like an unreal feeling i love i love just kind of disconnecting completely
0: yeah I forgot about my phone kind of actually when I was out there because you don't get service and so then I took a few pictures and then once I was done taking pictures then I just put my phone away and I actually ended up just turning my phone off because I was like there's no point in it being on Mm -hmm. uh and so yeah then I would like put it away so I'd store it like somewhere in my car and then it'd be the next day and I was like wait where's my phone uh and then luckily I'd be like oh I forgot I stashed it in this one pocket Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's been other times, too, where I've, like, put my phone away while out camping and then I completely lose it because I'm just like, oh, I don't have service. (laughs) I don't need it. So I just kind of, like, disregard it. And then I'm like, wait, where did I even put it, though? Yeah. Uh, But it's nice. It's nice to have that feeling of being like, oh, I don't even know where the heck my phone is. I don't know exactly what time it is in the day. Mm -hmm. Those are nice moments. They're fun realizations. And then it's like, oh, I don't need to know those things where I don't need to have those things because what I have in front of me is everything that I need, you know, yeah, like all the people definitely. around me, the water, the food, uh, the good sunlight, you know, maybe the water to actually dip in, whether you're by like a river or a stream or a lake or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. It, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, i could gush about it forever basically is my <laughs> point. Uh, yeah, just grateful that we did get to go out there, especially cause you know, the last year we didn't get to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, disconnecting can be really hard. I disconnected just like two days ago. I was like, <clears throat> I was like, you know what? Phones are off. Like, I just really want to focus on what I want to focus on. So, phones are off, and like, it gives me that good feeling. Like, okay, like this constant pressure or some okay. kind of a thing to to where it's like people are constantly asking you. For whatever it is or you know even it's down to the comments and having to respond to comments i mean whatever it is like it's just this constant pressure i feel like with my phones okay um so like when i turn them completely off it's like i can just kind of breathe like the world's kind of on pause for a second so i did that a couple days ago and i'm like i love that i did it because i got so much done and that's the one thing i realized about me is like i will continuously think of what's going on rather okay. than just focusing in and getting things done. You know, I, that pressure kind of just holds me down as opposed to if I just focus on what I need to focus on, that pressure will eventually lift up because I'm actually actively being productive rather than focusing on everything when yeah. it really just takes one thing at a time. So so yeah, and when, when it comes to camping, it's like, okay, well then you're kind of forced Mm -hmm. too because it's like even if you want the service most of the time there isn't the service and so that's when you can kind of get wrapped up into just being and then being in nature and then being around the ones you love you know whoever you go with it's just it's a good feeling so it's it's a good place to be present so I like disconnecting kind of in every chance that I get (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes. but it's, it can be an adjustment as soon as you choose to disconnect you're usually not ready for it and then once you're in it you don't want like you're you dread getting back, back yeah, yeah you to, don't want to be go back yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You do not want to go back yeah it really made my heart very happy one just getting to be around my family and again being out in nature we've talked about these things before they're very important mm-hmm. yeah also yeah. the cultural aspect of it being mm-hmm. able to go to places that have place names and are storied, uh, you know, that was really cool. One of my cousins, as I mentioned, brought their, their child and their child's only four months old or not even four months, like three and some change. Uh, and there is people, you know, that were like, Oh my gosh, you're going to bring your baby camping. Uh, and then my cousin's response was like, well, I mean, yeah, my baby's ancestors, did it all the time you know like it it was it was living you know it wasn't necessarily going out and camping it was living this is you know how we live we went out we camped together especially at these times and in these places Mm -hmm. and i loved that perspective because it really is that our family has throughout the summers throughout my entire life gone to this place And it's been story that in the generations prior to mine that they also did that, you know, for like my aunties and uncles they are like, oh yeah, we used to come here with our grandma and this and that. Um, And then as it extends back over the generations and, you know, pre-cars and pre all this other stuff, it's like, yeah, our people have been coming to these different spaces and gathering in these certain times of the year for generations. And so that feels really cool. There's like a sense of, sense of ownership and a sense of belonging that comes along with it as well yeah Uh, and as I mentioned a lot of times how like you know like we're living the same life as you know back then like you know we're still getting run over by these like white settlers who are just coming and trying to take our resources and take our land and deny us rights and capitalize on all of this and that, you know, I I say that a lot on that side of the coin. Yeah. Also on the other side of the coin, like we are still living the same life. We're like, we're still gathering in these spaces and we're still, um, holding each other up. And, and it really just like, it felt like the uniting of different bands. You know how we talk about like with Nimipu like our, our different bands that were spread out across the large set of lands and, Mm -hmm. you know, people coming together, moving here, moving (laughs) there, camping in different areas throughout the year. That's what it felt like, you know, like all of our little different bands coming together at a certain point, at a certain place, you know, Mm -hmm. and all of us being of the same tribe and then moving then, you know, as we split going back to our, our, kind of different home areas within the grander home area Mm -hmm. uh and so yeah it just it just felt kind of cool because it was just like oh like we are still doing the very things
1: yeah
0: um we are still living the same life so i don't know that it just felt really great basically Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, no i get it i'm with you it is a good feeling to just kind of wake up and not necessarily realize that because you know that's what you're doing but to wake Mm -hmm. up and to really settle in that to be like dang my ancestors really did this or my ancestors were really here doing the same things you know so so it's it is a good feeling i forgot where we went a couple years ago but it was that feeling because it was like as soon as we woke up we like went up to the mountains and Dug for some cows, and then we went berry picking the next day, or whatever. And it just felt really good to be connected, and we're like really looking out and be like, dang, these lands look the same as they did when my ancestors seen them. Or we're doing the things, you know. Granted, everything's you know different, obviously now, but being able to still part, you know, be able to participate in the things that you know our people did once did and are still are doing, still doing, is a feel like, great feeling, and it's not something really any other culture could really say within this country at least you know there, there are few obviously but really to be on the lands of our ancestors we're the only ones that can say that and do that so um, the connection is different you know yeah. so so yeah i i get it thousand percent <laughs>
0: yeah so it's a great way to close out the month and like i said there was a lot of really cool things beforehand uh so yeah it was a blur yet a beautiful blur.
1: Oh, good. That's a good
0: way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have coming up? Today Uh, today I have my dress rehearsal for According to Coyote shows that are going to be happening tomorrow, Friday, July 7th through Sunday, July 9th here at the Spokane Museum of Arts and Culture. According to Coyote, we'll be playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this weekend at 8 p.m. there at their outdoor amphitheater. You can get tickets online by checking out the Spokane Museum of Arts and Culture website. And yeah, I have my dress rehearsal this afternoon, so I'll go to the space, work through the set, the lighting cues, the sound cues, and get ready for the show Friday, Saturday, Sunday. After these three performances, I will have the remainder of July and August off. And I don't think that I will come back for a Coyote show until maybe late September. And if not late September, not until mid-October. So I'll have a little bit of a break, which is kind of exciting. Uh... And then it'll be very, you know, on the other side being like, ooh, girl, hope you still have it. <laughs>
1: you got it. Yeah. You got it. But, I, I mean, gosh, clap for a break because <laughs> yeah. you always need a break. But that's amazing, and it's cool that it's still going, and it's, you know, it's moving forward, and it has more shows to come. So that's very, very exciting. I oh, love yeah. kind of hearing how that's going um, and just your, all of your travels and the people you're meeting and places you're performing. So – Um, if y'all haven't got tickets and you don't have anything to do this weekend, or, you know, if you do have things to do, make room for this because (laughs) it's not coming back until (laughs) September, October. Um, So yes, definitely go see that. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It'd be fun to, to perform again. Uh, this has been my major push of work this week. So the last few weeks, it was like Monday through Friday, intense work weeks. And now mm. this week, it's a very like Thursday through Sunday intense work week. Mm. Um, which luckily i've I've worked jobs that have been focused on either, you know, like I've worked the typical Monday through Friday, you know eight, thirty to four or nine to five, technically, whatever it may be. I've worked those jobs where you have like your weekends. And then I've yeah. also worked the other jobs where it's like, oh, you're there from Thursday to Monday, or you're there from you know Friday to Tuesday. And yeah. every holiday, because those are the actual days that people come for these services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've gotten a good balance of experience on both sides of that. So now I'm just kind of flip-flopping between those uh, week to week. So yeah, the last couple of weeks, it was Monday through Friday. And now this week, it's a Thursday through through Sunday type of work week. So yeah that's okay yeah getting yeah. it in making yeah, yeah making the shift <laughs> just going with it trying to get my checks you know because i got yeah. a, like we said got a lot of things going on this summer so exactly. i gotta make sure those paychecks are coming in exactly. uh, to finance the fun <laughs> <secure> the back. <laughs> secure the back. yeah but how about you it's again it's been like basically like the full month of june like last three and some change weeks what have yes. you all been up to if
1: Nothing if at all much, possible To be honest I <laughs> mean condense. just work You know I'm kind of jealous Of the whole You know I When you tell me Okay Monday through Friday Thursday through Sunday Like I wish I had a set schedule Because <laughs> it's like It's constant But um But yeah This m- last month It's been a blur as well But not in the same ways It's just been a lot of work <laughs> Um But for good reason You know We had our Juneteenth event That one kind of Knocked the wind out of me With just everything with the energy that had to put force to it and this that and the third so I'm glad that everybody liked it that's that's what makes it you know event planning the most rewarding so so yeah then once that was over still had some more things to knock out so really just kind of putting the pedal to the metal I have some fun things hopefully coming up within the next couple weeks so I'm looking forward to that but really just kind of buckling down and staying focused um and getting some things done. I know I really wanted, I kind of wanted to figure out that balance this summer and I'm not doing a very good job at it, which, you know, I'm not surprised because that's usually how it goes. But, um, but yeah, so I do have some exciting things coming up. So I'm looking forward to, um, the next couple of months for sure. Um, it's just getting, knocking out what I need to and getting you know the foundation set so that's kind of what I've been focused on the last the last month um and moving forward we have again I have some more exciting things going on um so I'm looking forward to doing those (laughs) let's just say that I'm ready for a vacation I'm ready for you know to turn my phone off for a whole week and not even Uh, think about it (laughs) for a whole seven days that would be nice but um yeah, I'm really, I've just been, I've just been working, really.
0: Okay. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. That's real.
1: It is very real. That's real. <laughs> yeah. It is very real. But, the, um, but, yeah.
0: The work weeks that I've been experiencing, they've just kind of happened upon me. And they're really intense. And what's wild is that, or I guess what makes them intense is that I have my fun scheduled out you know Mm -hmm. so I'm like well these are my fun days so like say camping I was like I know I will be here Thursday through or Friday through Sunday whatever it is Mm -hmm. Uh, going over to Seattle Pride I was like I know I will be here Friday through Monday
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: so then you know working up prior to that it was like Monday through Thursday heavy work and then it was like you will not hear from me again until next week Mm because I'm going to be out in these streets living my life and that's exactly how it went you know Friday through Monday, I was over in Seattle living my entire best life and then had to get home Monday night and then 630 in the morning, Tuesday morning, you know, I was up and going again to, like, get to work in time. And that was mm-hmm. Tuesday through Friday morning at 930, 945. And then once I was clocked out at 10 a.m. on Friday morning, it was like, now I'm going camping with my family. Like, do mm-hmm. not talk to me. Uh... You know, Monday rolled around Then Tuesday was, like, the holiday uh, July 4th, you know, for a lot of people So, like, people were kind of checked out anyways uh, And then now it's, like, ramping back into work It's like, alright, well, I gotta start focusing on work again I had to, like, get my invoices out I had to get my paperwork done I started to, like, submit another um, I, I wrote an article for this one thing uh, As, like, another bit of work And then, you now I have, like, all the play stuff yeah, I know that once a play gets done on Sunday that I have some, like, fun things that I want to do Tuesday through Thursday. So it's just, like, hard, hard work into hard, hard play with no buffer in between. Yeah, uh, which is and okay. I, go, I think that's what
1: summer's gonna, for. kind of how it has
0: to be, you know? Yeah. Because uh, once I get back on the other side of like, that tiny bit of play, then I have, like, another writing seminar where I'm like, all right, I'll be working for these five days. And then I have three days. I finally get to, like, just, like, chill. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's been a very, like, balanced back and forth between intense you-got-to-get-this-done energy to, like, I am not doing a single thing energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not... It's not the most like even, like, thing or like most well balanced yet. You know, I guess I'm saying I'm like flip flopping between extremities. You know, not not mm-hmm. really coasting in the middle, but just like balancing literally between two extremities. That's
1: uh, okay. I mean, at least you're making time.
0: Yeah. You know. Hence the immunity booster. Yeah. Because exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. the go. body's got to get through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> As long as you're, you're powering through, it be good. Yeah. You look back at summer like, dang, okay, yeah. that was fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did want to talk about, though, before we get too, too deep, uh, since I mentioned Seattle, the uh, Pride festivities that I had over in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, which were really cool. I went to an Indigiqueer event on the first Friday, or the Friday of like the Seattle Pride weekend. Mm-hmm. Seattle Pride, it, it it runs for basically a whole week. You can find things. Uh, get that weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is like where the major punch is. Sunday, there's a huge parade that happens downtown. And then it all filters into the Seattle Center where the Space Needle is. So they have a bunch of different stages set up. And there's booths and food. And uh, all the stages have different entertainment, whether it's like dancing, live performers who are singing or whatever it may be djs um it's it's really fun uh yeah it was really cool because last year there was an indigenous themed event that i didn't get to go to i heard about it super late Mm -hmm. and so then this year i wanted to make sure that it was my priority so once i found out about this event happening on friday i was like oh i need to go what was cool is that there were actually multiple events that were happening um Sadly, on the same day, yeah, indigenous themes. They had uh, an indigenous queer event, like, down on the pier, like, at the Seattle Aquarium that Mm -hmm. Friday in the evening. I want to say it was, like, from, like, 5 to 8 Mm p.m. I didn't get to go to that. Yeah, I did see some photos of it, and it looked really awesome. Uh, They had some uh, indigenous drag performers who were down there. I saw a lot of people were dressed up down there. It was really cool looking. I got to go to two events that they held up on capitol hill uh so there was like uh, a uh, melanin event and then right after that was a stay savage after party uh mm. and so with the melanin event it was cool because it was meant for black and brown people of color uh and so then they asked that poc were the main attendees uh and so it was kind of cool just like showing up into the space and being surrounded by other black and brown individuals mm-hmm. uh of like our multi you know ethnicities Uh, and being in a space where it's like fuck we're all here and we're all cool and we're all like in a sense of like queerness Um, and so it's just like really comforting and you kind of felt at ease especially as like literally right outside of those doors was one of the major block parties uh, that is held up on Capitol Hill for Pride and what you find with a lot of these like art At least in this area and from my experience, like, you go to a lot of these Pride events and they're very, like, white-dominant, white-male, cis-gender-dominant. And those often aren't always the most welcoming spaces for people of diverse identities, if that makes sense, right? It, they're very white spaces, and they don't really they don't really always build in the comfort for black and brown queer identifying people. you know yeah. uh, it's it's very much a mold. And so, you know, just like we experience in many of these other spaces, it's like this isn't necessarily meant for us. It, our comfort and or our celebration isn't at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then you feel. However you feel in those situations. Right. Yet to enter into a space that was completely geared towards black and brown folks being the highlight, being the center, being cared for and for an inclusive space that accepts the many different ways that people express their identity. It was just like it was the dopest thing ever. And so then that carried over into this after party, this Stay Savage after party, which was put on by Indigenous Productions. So you can find online, at least on Instagram, maybe even on Facebook, Indigenized Productions. Uh, and they had two different queer DJs who were like setting the pulse for the room. So like the vibes were right. And then people just start flooding in and you start seeing, like, beaded earrings here and, like, these, like, trendy, like, ribbon shirts there. And people, you know, and you start to look around and being like, oh, there's hella natives in here. And, like, people are, like, showcasing their style while Mm -hmm. also, like, paying honor to their culture or to their tradition, you know? Like, it felt really dope to, like, look around and see, like, someone, like, in, like, their punk and, like, given, like, very, like, mask-presenting um, with, like, their big beaded floral earrings and, mm-hmm. you know, like, then their chains and, you know, it was, like, it was dope just to, like, look around and <laughs> see the different expressions of indigeneity. And then beyond that, as I mentioned, it wasn't necessarily only for queer folks. It was also for other uh Non indigenous people of color uh, and it. queer identifying people. And so then you look around, and then other people were also in that same steeze of being like, oh, I'm here, my queer identity, and also I'm showcasing a little bit of my culture and what I'm wearing. You know, so then people of like all these different backgrounds, they also had that like in their expression, you know, whether it was like the prints on their shirts or like the jewelry that they wore or even like the way that the outfit was put together. It was like semi-cultural, yet also like very of the day. Uh, It was this dope like utopia. Like, looking around in the room, and then, like, like I said, the music was right. Like, the vibes were right. Because then it was, like, these indigenous, like, queer DJs. So, they, like, had, like, you know, like, this kind of, like, tribal sense with, like, the drum. But then it was, like, mixed with, like, these dope house beats or, like, whatever it is. And it would just, like, like go in and out. And so, like, everybody fucking felt good. Uh, yeah. And it was, like, one of the most amazing experiences that I, I got to have. Um, left and right, right and left I would like turn to my left and have a conversation with somebody and they'd be like oh this is so dope like this feels amazing, Like look at all these people like we're having mm-hmm. such a great time, this is so inspiring and I'd be like right and then i turn to my right and then the person next to me would be like oh my gosh how amazing is this though like look at this this is so cool. Like, we're just, like, we're all out here. We're doing our thing. This is dope, right? And I'm, like, I was literally just talking about that with the person on the left. Yeah. I turned back to my center and somebody would walk up and be, like, oh, my gosh, I love what you're wearing. Look what I'm wearing. How amazing is it that we're in this space? I'm, like, bitch, I've been having this conversation with these two people right here. You know, like, yeah. it was literally that all night. Uh, and so it was just it was just dope. And I look forward to, like, more of that, you know, more mm-hmm. of uh, indigenous queer people leading these forefronts. You know, I saw it in multiple events uh, with the Two Spirit Power that happened in Spokane. That was the very first one. That was dope, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope that grows and it expands. And then also, like with these indigenous productions events and, and other event companies, hopefully that will come up over in the Seattle area, like uniting all the urban natives that are in the area and and creating space for us and also inviting in our our other non-Indigenous relatives uh, who are also, you know, there in the trenches yet also celebrating their cultures, you know. Uh, And then finally, like, rounding it out with having an actual pride celebration on our reservation and the third one at that, my first one that I ever attended yet. Um, Something that is building steam and is getting bigger, you know. It just—it really warmed my heart this Pride season to see the Indigenous connections, the Native connections, and the uh, the care that was brought about by those connections. Uh, so hopefully, I'm I'm looking forward to being part of this really bright and encouraging future because I saw proof of it with these events, uh, and now it will be hopefully. Like this amazing thing that can spread and grow and, and just bring in more people because it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. I wish I was there. I mean, just you describing the energy and just, just all of it. I think that's definitely something we need more of in all of these spaces. And I think, um, yeah, I think I think as even as Lapway grows, you know, I think that hopefully it will get to the point to where it does feel like a whole experience, but very normal and very fun at the same time. And that's kind of that's that's what Seattle seems to seem to have provided. <clears throat> and I, I wish I could go. Someone else was telling me about it or maybe it was Portland. It was one of the two. And I'm like, man, one of these years I need to actually make it over and just kind of experience it because it sounds so... Sounds just like an amazing event in general and at, being in DC I've there I've been um I haven't went to any. I think I was going out of town the next day or something, but there was Black Pride, DC Pride, and that was really cool just to see all of the events that were lined up for the weekend, just seeing everyone walking to and from the events and then actual Pride also, like just pride events just in general that was going on. I wanted to say it was or just a couple weeks after but yeah the whole energy is just amazing and that's what we need more of
0: DC Pride had Twitter blowing up oh my gosh I saw the videos from DC Black Pride uh, or Black Pride in DC this Mm -hmm. year and i was like next year i am going i was was. was like waiting for the bus or something because i like just finished eating dinner with friends
1: and i was on my way home and you know of course i hate driving in the city on the weekend during brunch or like during just anything in general so like public transportation is where i'm going and so i'm like waiting for the bus and there's just like, everyone's just going to and from all of these events. And I'm like, I just, I love it. I'm like, I want to walk up in there, but I'm like, I'm by myself. And I'm like, yeah. if only I had Kellen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. It's all it's, like, my, like, I want to add that to my calendar next year. Cause from what I saw, it looked like a good ass time.
1: Yeah. just uh, The whole aura of everything, like literally just walking through the streets. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, this looks fun.
0: Yeah, even that, though, like the fact that, like, you know, it's, it's black pride or it's like a POC driven pride, whatever mm. it may be, just like having those spaces like it is disheartening that it has to be like a separate space. I don't want to say has to yet. Yeah, you know that a separate space is created. It's not part of like the full overarching pride celebration for say a certain city or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. it is beautiful being in those spaces and getting the benefit of being in your community and and having you know the centering of the narrative be one that is inclusive and and takes care of like your cultural background uh Mm -hmm. or your specific uh like being in in community you know like Mm -hmm. whatever that may be so you know if whatever that may be for, like, one specific community. Yeah, like, I love seeing that and I love being in those spaces because it just feels so good.
1: Yeah. I've thought about that, too, to where it's, like, we fight for, like, equality and we fight to be included in these spaces, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm Mm -hmm. like... I kind of prefer us just having our own space. That way we don't have to look over our shoulder. We don't have to act a certain way or feel like we can just completely be ourselves and everyone understands it, you know? So it's like, there's that, that kind of teeter totter or whatever feeling of, is this what we really want? Or, you know, it is what we want in a bigger sense, but at the same time, you know, these, these, Having these spaces are so important as well. I feel like just kind of through my journey of event planning or my journey of just some of these these things that I stand on I'm just kind of like, well, wait a minute. You know, I feel like we we love being around ourselves. It's not that we're excluding anyone because we're very welcoming yes. to whatever room I'm a part of. But, you know, I think it's crucial to have, you know, those kind of separations in a sense of the rest of society, you know. And again, it's not like we're closing our doors to anyone mm-hmm. because the ones that are truly genuine, genuine are, you know, are more than welcome, but Um, just creating that space for us by us I think is very much crucial um, as well but but yeah that was always something (laughs) that's been something I've kind of thought about I'm like dang you know maybe it's okay to just kind of stay or to kind of separate at least at times yeah because that's when we get kind of the most out of each other and things like that um, yeah
0: well even so even with that like I was gushing about that experience to some of our friends in the following days and some of uh, our friends are uh, also women, and they were going to a women-led event similar to the one that I described, you know, just adding on the additional layer of, this is a focus, it's femme-focused, you know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's for POC, queer queer identifying people of color, Woman, femme, female focused, centered, you know, and so not that other people can't come yet. This is the focus, you know, and so even with that, where it's like, oh, my gosh, like I've been gushing about this whole party. You know, and here I am, I fit a lot of those boxes for this other party. Yeah, I also am like, I want you all to go and to be able to experience your highlight. You know, like, even though, like, I check a lot of those boxes and I could probably go to this day party too, you know, then I would low-key be, s- not intruding, yeah, you know, like, I would be switching up the dynamics with my presence, you know. So then it's, it's even an, a humbling or, like, an understanding of, like, I want you to feel the safest in your niche experience as well and to have like the maximum like benefits of, of what that feeling can be uh and so then like i wish you well as you go off to this event uh rather than being like oh that sounds like a good time like i'm gonna go to and, and kind of switch up the dynamics i don't know if i really made sense with that part no uh, i think it makes sense yeah yeah but, you know, it was, it was a thing for black and brown girls. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm black and brown and, you know, I get down with the girls. Yeah, I'm technically, you know, not. And so I, I don't want to, like, go into your party and, and mess up your thing, you know, because it, it's different. You know, <laughs> I don't want to say mess up because, of course, I, I would definitely be welcome yet. Just like at the exact same time, like when the call or the, the ask is for it to be centered around certain people, then like who am I to go against that call? you know mm-hmm. especially when I was able to experience the the benefits of of people respecting that call for another event that I attended you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, so yeah I don't know it's just like a different part of like what you're talking about of like there it's not exclusionary by any means because the doors are open and the vibes are welcoming regardless mm-hmm. yet um, you know requests, to honor like a certain thing, uh, I'm gonna stop talking because now I'm, now I'm getting kind of like I don't know I what mean, I'm trying to say.
1: I know I get it. I'm picking <laughs> up what you're putting down. I usually do. <sighs> no, you're explaining
0: it. I'm getting nervous. I feel like you're
1: trying to over-explain it, thinking that you're not making sense, okay, but you're making okay. sense. <laughs> okay, perfect.
0: I go <laughs> I'm gonna yes. go with that. I'm gonna go with that. Message received. I'm taking that. Thank you so much for the affirmation. <laughs> of course. Of course.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, it's also good to see, I think, at the same time, like when I know that's what I kind of prefer and I look for to where, okay, what circles do I want to be in or what circles do I feel like I'll be appreciated in? Like, I look yeah. for things that are all black or all native because that's what I want to attend, you know. So um, and I think those are kind of the moments that we do and are able to we, we need that, you know, yeah. we need to be around our own. I feel like especially more now than ever. I mean, I don't even say that either. I feel like we always have been. I always um,
0: have. We are <clears throat> still living the same life.
1: Exactly. But there's nothing that we feel like we need to prove in those circles and in those spaces. And I think that's where you feel most free and you should go towards what makes you feel <laughs> most free.
0: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, <clears throat> those uh those spaces are so needed. So yeah, I'm grateful for every time that we do get to have any of those offerings, especially like where I'm at <clears throat> in like the inland northwest area here in Spokane, because it's not always the most diverse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you get those moments, it's it's bomb. And then like I love seeing when you get to go to like the, the different like pop ups, you know, like focusing on like black artists or or food and music like all that stuff like uh it just makes me miss being in big cities because i enjoy doing those things too um Mm -hmm. and it makes me want to like get back to a place where like those options are more readily available
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm realizing is like you always want what you don't have. Like even you just talking about camping, like it makes me miss home or it makes me you know. And it's like no matter where you're at, there's this tug and pull. And I, you almost feel like it's a negative thing, but it's like it's kind of it, It's a great thing in terms of you know just be, being who you are and where we come from. Like it's great to have those options. It's great to miss home, and being able you know just being able to have those feelings. Like I think there's so many so much blessing and the things that we want the things that we yearn for but, but yeah I, it, it really goes both ways because when I'm home I'm like dang I really just want to kind of get out and try something new or I really just want to step out real quick you know and it's not, yeah. nec- it's not an option yeah. and then coming over here it's like man I just want to take a cruise in the mountains or I just want to go mm-hmm. camping or I just want you know I really want some huckle. you know it's the stuff that we don't have access to here. so yeah. it's always this tug and pull constantly which is why I can't sit still. I'm always I've officially labeled myself as bicoastal because I'm like I'm always in one place <laughs> or the other for months at a time. Yep. But but yeah, I get it. It's just that that constant yearning and that feeling but um but yeah.
0: I also did want to congratulate you on your successful execution of the Juneteenth events.
1: Oh, thank you. You know that's <laughs> <Thank> amazing. <you. laughs> Not
0: to gloss I appreciate over that. It. it was mentioned earlier. Yeah, seriously, talking about showcasing or highlighting or putting a spotlight on something, uh, you know, putting a spotlight on you and in your accomplishments. That's really <laughs> awesome. Uh, and you thank were able you. to bring in people from really cool places this year.
1: Yeah, this was the first time. This was the biggest one I that was like the, the that's the thing I've heard the most this was the biggest one this was the best one uh-huh. and it, it was very small but it was like it was we I did a lot more um uh-huh. to where this is the first time we brought people in from outside of Pacific Northwest so we've had we had performers from Canada d c California Oregon um so it was great um yeah I'm looking forward to more things to come. I guess I'll just put it that way, but but it was, it was good. It was a lot. It was a handful. It was stressful. It still is stressful, but I think it's just, it's, it's good that people enjoyed it. And that's all that, that's really all that matters. But yeah, it was, it was good. It was
0: good. Yeah. I really enjoyed having people from outside areas coming through. It was Mm -hmm. cool. Like you mentioned the people from Canada and California and even from Oregon, their their different stories and experiences. And then uh beyond that, just like what they presented, you know, mm-hmm. uh whether it's their like expertise in like movement and breath work or meditation, mm-hmm. um, or like a history focus, especially a history that is often untold here in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty wild yet also necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh and then like the music, again, the vibes, like that that is a pulse for a lot of these events and so then when you have a pulse that is also driven by like this historical traditional mm-hmm. you know grounding it's even cooler cause it's like oh wow like it comes from somewhere you know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah one
1: of these days when I get big I'll be able to enjoy the events I work <laughs> in, <It's laughs> like actually be a part of it because it's so hard like it's just you ha- you're so busy of making sure things are going well down from your, you know, from your, the people, you know, your your special guests down to your attendees, making sure you're, you know, the people that are helping you are doing okay to where it's like, you don't even get to really be present. And so I'm like, one of these days, you know, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. And people probably like, well, why do you do this? (laughs) And it's like, it's for everyone else. It's for the satisfaction of, you know, other people learning or enjoying or, learning something they've never thought you know they've never heard of before and so so yeah and that's the thing with like events is like you spend so much time planning them and then it happens and you still have things to do after most of the time so once I'm like completely done I'll be able to like really sit back because there are some there's some few more things we're kind of um knocking out for that so so um I think by the time we're I'm finished I'll be like oh that was pretty cool (laughs) so that's just kind of where I'm at but um, but yeah it was really cool and I'm I'm super grateful because there wouldn't be anything to even talk about without the community and you know people like you especially just showing up and I think that's what it takes is just showing up and supporting numbers help Um, so so yeah I'm proud of my community and I'm thankful for my community and everyone that that came
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's the opportunity to even showcase local talent you know
1: oh of course like, always. Always. we <laughs> gotta we gotta we gotta make sure we put you know if we got a platform we gotta give it to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah a celebration of all of us um i appreciate yeah. you for putting it together it, it was really thanks. amazing and yeah
1: thanks again yeah, congratulations cool. Thanks. On to the next one.
0: <laughs> no
1: help from the paper. So the <laughs> Houston Tribune did a story. And it was, like, terrible. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, say anything. And I'm like, um, there's like, quite a few inaccuracies. Because they always pull me aside every year. Because okay. we're getting okay. set up. As I'm, like, running around, just trying to make sure we get started. Oh, Miss Thompson, Michaela. I'm like, all right, come on. So then we'll <laughs> go do the interview. And, like, it was a whole another person this year. And you could tell I was just like, I don't know. It, the energy was different from the past, you know, writers. Usually they get it wrong. They get something wrong, you know, whenever you uh-huh. write up that I happen to be in. But this one, I'm just like, bro, like just throw the whole paper away. Start over Like erase it. Like white out everything. Shred it. Like, they were trying to say like, We were hired from Lapway to put this on, and the quotes just weren't flowing. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, it's okay, as long as y'all got pictures in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, like people mostly focus on the pictures anyway, exactly. So (laughs) that's what hits.
1: (laughs) I'm like, y'all heard about it for the past four years, you guys know what's going on. Oh um, my god,
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was
1: cool. What was really cool, though, is when Dione, she did some breath work at the beginning. I put her at the beginning for a reason. And so she did breath work for just the community to really just kind of ease up and really tap into their feelings and to be present for the rest of the the event. Because, you know, there's a lot there's a lot going on. And so it was really cool to kind of see the kids breathing Mm-hmm. That was like, mm-hmm. I like I'm literally like if y'all ever come, like I'm literally running from one place to the other or, you know, doing something. But i like stopped and I like look and I was I've seen the kids and I'm like, dang, this is so this is amazing for like kids to really just sit down and really tune into themselves like that. I'm like, dang. And our res kids, you know, yeah.
0: yes. <laughs> they're not running
1: around or, you know, Being, be acting crazy or doing anything on me, so it was cool to just to see them like close their eyes and breathing and really, and that's what I was like thanking her for because I'm like that's really cool that the kids were able to tap into their emotions and get to understand their emotions and ultimately hopefully understand that you have complete control over your emotions and if you need to take the time, this is how you do it, you know. So that was that was really cool to see. That was definitely one of the highlights for sure. Um. So yeah.
0: And then sandwiched also with, like, the hype, like, performance at the end uh, with, like, the music. And then they were going off. They were, like, in a Mm -hmm. dancing circle, you know?
1: Yeah. And I missed that because I was trying to get some accommodations together for one of our guests. And so I was on the phone, but I was kind of watching at a distance. And I've seen some of the recap footage that my team got. So it was really cool to just kind of, it was awesome how he blended both the African, like, no, like uh-huh. African drums to like yeah. native drums and how the kids just loved it. And like, they were trying to like follow him home. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it was cool how tapped in and, and tuned in they were and how much they participated and actually probably heard something they never heard before, mm-hmm. but realized that they connected with it. So, so yeah, shout out to Joseph for that.
0: Yeah, I saw them over at the Piney Wasps a few hours after the event wrapped because mm-hmm. uh, they they made their world way over there to kind of go watch, um, mm-hmm. and I had to. Well, I didn't have to yet. Yeah, I chose to go over and, and explain a little bit too. I was like, "This this is Chief Chief Joseph and Warriors Memorial Powwow, so it, it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, memorial based, especially around veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like a typical." powwow that you would find elsewhere, yeah, because uh, they were there at the part where you know they're doing a lot of like yeah. memorial stuff. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tried because
1: I told everyone else like, hey, there is a powwow going on. Um, but it is a smaller powwow, so, you know, it's nothing, like, you know, major, but it, it's still a powwow. And so when hours ended, their grand entry still didn't start for, like, an hour and a half or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would, like, wanted to go, like, we're going to the powwow, like, for the next few hours. So I'm like, okay, it's probably the wrong time to go, but I'm like, <laughs> you can still go check it out, hang out. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they're feeding or something. Yeah. So I'm glad that they were able to enjoy that. So um, they, they had a full day as well. Um, One of them came in the after party and they were just like yeah we went to the powwow and I was actually they asked me to speak and it was just an amazing time wow. so I'm just glad that they were able to really tap into at least get a glimpse of our people you know and that's what's really important as well and you know we really just had a day it was to the point I think I was up for like a straight 24 hours
0: <clears throat> I believe it
1: because we were done what did we finish around 2 30 and I had a drive some performers back uh, or some guests straight to the Spokane airport, and if you don't, know, that's a two-hour <sighs> drive there, two-hour drive back. So I was over a long time, and you know, usually we, I usually give them the flexibility, like, hey, do you want to stay for two days or the whole weekend? That way, because some people like to see Lapway and want to get into the culture and things like that, and so some of them were able to do that, and some of them weren't. So it was cool that the one that whatever they could fit in. Um, and really just taking full, like wanting to be a part of the, you know, see what's going on within the community was really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that they got to speak at the Powell, which is even cooler. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, I noticed that standing like outside the Piney wasp in the front, uh, those same kids from the Juneteenth event, like we're now, like some of them were like in regalia. Uh, like oh, over right. at the Piney Was and they were like oh my gosh it's you from over in the park and then yeah. just like kicking it again you know so like getting mm-hmm. to like reconnect with these performers and speakers and it's not much far. It's like two blocks away from where they were yeah. Mm-hmm. in like a different world, you know, like, Oh, we were out in the park kicking it at like, you know, like a cookout, like a kickback, like, you know, community event out in that way, you know? And mm-hmm. then now we're over here at the piney and like, you know, people are dressed up different the, the music's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like the vibes are still like very much celebratory and, you know, very much about us. And so then it's cool to see like those same group of kids connecting like with those same performers uh in a different world and to like just kind of keep that storyline going i was like man this is this is bomb you know because like i'm sure Mm -hmm. for those young kids it made like a a big impression on their day or on their week or potentially on their future you know yeah yeah it's dope
1: that is dope. Well, here's to many more events that are, you know, showcase representation and allows us to use our voice. Even if we don't use our physical voice, being able to just wholly be ourselves. I think that's, that's definitely the highlight of us catching up is really just, I loved hearing everything that you are a part of and you're doing and you're bound to do. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we have a lot more of that, especially with not only within our communities, which I know we will, but um, hopefully other communities catch on as well.
0: Without a doubt. Yo, this is the beginning of really cool things to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I, I felt as though as like we are working to reemerge right out in the world after being in isolation and closed off for the past couple of years. Now, people literally, genuinely want to be outside. People literally, genuinely want to go out and do excursions. And in that, are connecting with one another. And what's cool is that in these connections, we're also working through this recognition of understanding, like, yo, we want to take care in in what we do and celebrate ourselves in really joyous ways. Uh, So I guess for me, it's just, like, it's really cool to see these, like, little... It reminds me of like saplings or like little plants, like when plants like first start to like bust out of the seed and like start to grow and you see like, oh these cute little plants. And then <laughs> yeah. after a while it's like this big like jungle forest, large overgrown meadow of just like beauty and abundance, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh I remember it, I just saw like the little like seedlings like popping through the soil and now it's all this lush beautifulness. Um, So I'm looking forward to the lush beautifulness to come because the seedlings themselves have been absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, And on that note,
0: until next time.
1: (laughs) We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com, and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout-outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotski Heknu. See you next time.